0: Hi, welcome again to my leadership podcast which is part of our ministry equipping website WilsonLailing.com Every podcast is accompanied by a leader's guide where we provide the full content and even discussion questions and actionable steps for you and your team. Now as part of our website, we also provide interesting articles, teachings on Christian topics as well as blogs and quotes and sermons to bless you. Please take a look and find out what we have. And if you like it, please don't forget, share with your friends. Now, today I want to speak on this special topic which is Did I get what you said? Which is really about effective listening. Now, one characteristic of highly effective leaders of large teams is that they know how to bring the team along. They know how to bring out the unique contributions from their teams. Uh, And part of that requires the leader to listen effectively. The Bible tells us in the book of James chapter 1, verse 19, My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Many successful leaders are effective communicators able to convey their hearts and visions in a compelling way. But not all are effective listeners. Being an effective communicator does not necessarily imply one is also an effective listener, because quite a different set of skills and attitudes are required. Effective listening Skills are also crucial in many areas, such as in pastoral care, conflict management, relationships, and so forth. And so for that reason, it is crucial for leaders to grasp the importance of gaining good, effective listening skills. Now, Over my three decades of leadership, I have seen the impact of inadequate listening skills undermine the leader's effectiveness. Conversely, I have seen well-developed listening skills lift a leader's influence. Thus, effective listening skills are neglected to a leader's own detriment. So today in this podcast, we will examine foundational aspects that lead to effective listening skills. It will complement another podcast of mine, which is called Did You Get What I Said? which is really about effective leadership communications. Now let's look at the importance of listening well. Why is it so important to listen well? Let me give you a few reasons. Firstly, our team will feel valued. When we actively listen to our team, they feel that we appreciate their input, that their input is important to us. And this will build a deeper sense of teamwork, a sense that they are a valuable part of the team. The second reason is that it will help create a greater ownership. When, see, people tend to own decisions more when they have had a part in working towards it. Also, they tend to understand it better. The bigger the team, the bigger the organization, the more critical it is that people own the decisions because we cannot manage them so tightly. The third reason, we get better contributions and outcomes. You see, when the team feel that their contributions are valued, they will invest more into contributions, into their contributions. This will usually lead to a better quality of what they contribute, and when they are good contributions, it often always leads to better ideas, opinions, feedback, which will help us reach better approaches and solutions. So it leads to a better overall outcome. On the other hand, if the team feels that their contributions are undervalued, they will invest less effort in their contributions. And ultimately, the team suffers. Fourth reason, we will gain more respect as leaders. You see, when we respect the opinions, the perspectives, the thoughts of others, they feel respected. When we respect others, they will tend to respect us in return. And further, when we help the team in this way, they will bring out better contributions and better outcomes. Guess what? It improves our credibility as well. Now let me go on. The last key is that, fifthly, it enables us to be more impacting. Sometimes, good listening only requires us to listen. And maybe we minister best by keeping quiet. However, good listening also provides us insights to minister words of grace precisely to the place where it is needed. Bonhoeffer writes, We should listen with the ears of God, that we may speak the word of God. Think about that. Proverbs 18, verse 13, tells us that the fool gives an answer before he hears. But the wise person tries to resist this defensiveness, but instead to listen from a non judgmental stance, training himself not to formulate conclusive opinions or responses until he receives the full update until it's fully on the table and enough of the story has been heard. When, When we do speak and act, then it will come across as wiser, because we have gained a better understanding of the context, of the situation, of the facts, and so forth. Now, what could be some of those things that hinder us from listening? Let me list a few key things that will help us recognize it. Firstly, when we have a greater concern for our agenda than the person. You see, when we enter into conversations with our own agenda, which could be on a much higher priority over the person, then we only tend to view the person through the filter of our agenda. Inevitably, we tend to hear what aligns with our agenda and disregard what does not. If we do this regularly, the people will begin to regard us as having selective hearing. We, we somehow only hear certain things that we like and don't seem to hear things that we don't like. Promote the agenda and we demote the person. Secondly, when we have pride in our perspective over theirs, it's now a danger lurks for successful people. We may begin to develop a pride that our perspective is better than those of others, especially in those areas of our success. Hence, when others present a view that's different or opposed to us, we may be motivated to debate and demolish the other's view. With such an attitude, we are listening for weak points that we may dismiss. Uh, We will begin to focus on the flaws and forget the person uh, our intention is on mounting the argument and we fail to hear the person's heart. Win the argument, yet we may lose the person. Let me give us a third thing that may hinder. Stereotyping instead of personalizing. You see, in an attempt to simplify our analysis, leaders often have to categorize. They categorize matters, situations, even people within some kind of Framework in our mind. The danger is when our framework is too rigid or narrow or inadequate. We may then stereotype, we label a person inappropriately or incorrectly. It is even worse when we speak prematurely, it tends to come across as judgmental. When a person is perceived to overmanage or dominate, sometimes the label the spirit of Jezebel is sometimes used and it has such a strong, negative connotation. When a person does not seem to do his work as he should, it is so easy to fall back and begin to label the person as lazy. When a person becomes less committed to the spiritual work, some may too quickly label them as backsliding. Such labels are not helpful, especially when it hinders us from we're getting a more nuanced understanding of a person. It becomes a filter that hinders our listening to a person. If we express that unwisely, it may repel the person because it comes across as judgmental, harsh, one-dimensional in its assessment. Reinforce the stereotype and we could repel the person. Let me mention the fourth hindrance when there's emotions over objectivity. Objective, effective listening can be obstructed by elevated emotions. Highly sanguine emotions may give us an overly positive perception of a conversation. And then we may overlook the more sober issues that's being raised. On the other hand, highly negative emotions will negatively color our perception of the conversation we begin to put a dark tone on every aspect of the conversation over exaggerating the negative elements so elevated emotions will color our perceptions the fifth and last aspect that can hinder us is when we have a critical attitude as a leader we may often desire our people to become a better version of themselves. However, the unhelpful way to go about this is to be critical, where we are highly observant of faults and we make it our holy goal to point it out to them. Instead of listening emphatically, we'll search for faults. Instead of projecting empathy, we project judgment. Criticizing tends to achieve a number of things, it gets people into a defensive mode makes them feel smaller, and ultimately, it may push them away. Now, let me talk about some fundamental attitudes and pointers that will help us to listen well. The first key is this, value the person. When we value the person and their thoughts, we will listen, because we want to. We will not dismiss their thoughts out of hand. The Bible tells us in Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 to 4, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility. Consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Now, I, I do have to qualify this because some people, they talk too much and possibly say things which are not valuable. And so we need wisdom. We need wisdom to know who to give time and energy to. But today I am focused upon your teammates, the people that you work with. If we are too focused on our own ideas and thoughts and fail to listen to the team, it means we don't value the team input adequately. And this will become obvious eventually because The fact that we have not been listening uh, properly, and it will frustrate the team or the people that work under you as well. Secondly, be patient. Sometimes we think we know where the speaker is going already, and we start formulating our response without even hearing them completely. Wow, have you done this? I have. Sometimes we're in such a rush with something else, we kind of half listen. We we may be too preoccupied with our own matters and lose patience with the speaker. We may start cutting them off. When we have a tendency to be quick to speak, it takes a spirit-empowered patience not only to be quick to hear, but to keep on hearing. Especially when you have some people who waffle like crazy and they don't seem to make a clear point. In such cases, you need a little bit more advanced skills to guide the conversation back to the main point. Simple comments and questions can nudge the conversation back on track. We could say things like, you were saying about this, so what is the point you're trying to make on on this matter? Or I'm trying to understand what you mean when you say this and that. Or you could say, is this relevant? points, comments, and questions you could bring up that helps nudge the conversation back on track. Now, the third key I want to mention is this, that's so important for effective listening, and that is to be present. To be present means to be actively involved in that conversation. We may be physically there, but our attention could be divided. It is very off-putting, especially, especially when we miss some important parts of the conversation and then later we may make remarks etc that already has been covered or we fail to remember at all parts of the discussion because we were not present another problem today is the continual multitasking it's not helpful for us to be present at times we may need to put away our devices uh, if it is distracting us so good listening often means silencing that device uh, that's why I rarely look at my smartphone while in a conversation uh, it helps that I only turn on my mobile data intermittently and I usually put my notifications on silent so it takes effort it takes effort to be attentive and present we, we should aim to be externally relaxed but internally alert if we're going to be present. So it takes, out, it takes energy. It takes energy to block out the distractions that keeps bombarding us and that those peripheral things that keep streaming across into our consciousness. I've noticed that after some conversations, I'm literally tired. Not necessarily because the conversation was intense, but because I had to work hard to give them my full attention. Now, a key way to remain attentive is to intentionally interact with the person. You see, sometimes when we're too passive in the conversation, the danger is our mind begins to wander off. Now, a lower level of attending to the conversation, you could make, but through simple information. You could say things like, Wow, right on, couldn't say it better. Oh, for sure, amen, yeah, and so forth. There are things you could say, and it does signal that we are present and it helps us as well as we do so. Fourthly, fourth key, be active. To be active means we are intentionally involved in that conversation. We take the trouble to get clarity of what others are saying in especially the important points. How can we do this? How do we do that? Well, we could restate or rephrase what they said. By stating back what we heard to the speaker, it gives the speaker the opportunity to hear it and say, oh no, no, I, 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 should, I, I want to put it a different way. It gives them the opportunity to adjust, to elaborate more, so that it gives a better clarity. You could also ask clarifying questions, like, did you mean this? And then you, you explain something. Was that your point? We could ask perceptive questions. What made you think of that? Why did you think that was so important? How did you reach that conclusion? So by asking those questions, it encourages the speaker to clarify even more. The Bible helps us understand that it is the fool who takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Proverbs 18 verse 2. and to such a fool will give an answer before he hears. Proverbs 18 verse 13 And the purpose in a man's heart is like deep water says Proverbs 20 verse 5 But a man's understanding will draw it out So good listening It will ask perceptive, open-ended questions That doesn't tee up with just a yes or a no But it gently peels the onion and probes beneath the surface. It watches carefully for nonverbal communication, but doesn't interrogate and pry the details that the speaker doesn't want to share, but really meekly begins to draw them out and helps point the speaker to fresh perspective through your thoughtful but genuine questions. And so when we're active in this way, it really lifts the conversation to a much better place. Fifth and lastly, be aware of deeper issues. You know, most people do not communicate well with words, what they are thinking or what they are feeling. You see, many lack the vocabulary. They may lack the self-awareness to adequately articulate what's going on inside of their hearts. Many may lack the communication skills to bring across what they're trying to communicate clearly. Further, many tend to articulate only the tip of the iceberg and and they don't represent or bring out the rest of the related issues. And and that's why it's hard to figure out so often what actually is on people's minds or their hearts. This is why in counselling, the counsellors, they often require many sessions to get to the root of just even one personal issue. So that is why it would be a mistake to simply take people's words at face value. It really needs an effective and a diligent listener to draw out the deeper issues. So if we care enough for the person, we would be willing to invest the time to do so. So let me conclude this podcast. Effective listening is a crucial skill for leaders who are seeking to work effectively with the people. There are some key benefits that includes helping our team feel valued. It forces a greater sense of ownership and it will lead to better contributions and outcomes. It also helps us gain more respect as leaders and be more impacting in what we do. Now I pointed out five attitudes that hinders effective listening. The first is this, a greater concern for our agenda over others. Secondly, pride over our perspectives. Thirdly, stereotyping instead of personalizing emotions over objectivity. And lastly, a critical attitude. All of this can hinder effective listening. And if we want to cultivate a better listening uh, attitude, we need these five attitudes. Value the person, be patient, Be present, be active in the listening, and be aware of the deeper issues. I trust that all these insights will truly help you to improve as effective listeners. God bless you. We trust you've been blessed by the Word today. Do visit www.wilsonlyling.com for more messages and teachings. For the latest news and updates, follow Facebook and Instagram, wilson.lyling.